Hey, you pagan freaks! Before I sit down, I'd like to say that it's really great having everybody together for the holidays. When is Christmas on the moon? Thank you for listening to Hog Story. It's a very Merry Christmas indeed here in the smoker. I'm Fletcher. Beautiful hugs and hot ass. Hello there. Surprise, motherfucker. That's pretty gnarly. But it's episode 383. Where's your tree? Of Hog Story. That's right. It's December 25th. Christmas Day for a lot of people. Or whatever. A couple of days after the solstice. Sometime around Hanukkah or something. Another stuff. It's winter time. We need to fight off that seasonal depression. So let's get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have a swing in time. You know what I mean? Of course you do. How's everyone's uh, Christmas been? Just the holidays in general, the past few days. Do you open presents early? Do you do that sort of thing? Do you wait until Christmas morning? Or do you be torturous and wait till Christmas night? Do you do the whole 12 days of Christmas? sort of dealio what's that even about music's still going it's a pretty cool track though one that Carolyn made is called Intense Smoke I'll let it fade out that's a good spot for a fade out sort of with this uh, clunky control for VLC but that's okay why don't you tell me all about all the things that involve today. At 430-201-4841, there's a nifty jingle here made by the MK's Mary Kate Ultra and Make Heroism. And as you may have guessed, Carolyn is away from her desk. But all calls will be, you know, listened to by Carolyn at a later date. She's out in space again. For a civilian, she makes an awful lot of trips out into space. Kind of envious of that. You know, is she the first Canadian in space? I don't think so. But she is the trendiest person in space right now. Serpent says 383P on the tree. Well, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. I, have, I haven't even listened to this, so we'll, let's do a cold listen together. Of, uh, let's, let's take a trip back in time. We need chimes, some time chimes for that. No, 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 I gotta dust the time chimes off. Okay. Ah, here we are, back in 1975. Here's a Christmas message from the one and only Frank Zappa. I've been asked to consider some... Oh. Thanks, VLC. 
something seasonal, such as a ho-ho-ho. Isn't that absurd? I never laugh. My name is Frank Zappa, but you're listening to WXRT, and it's probably somewhere near Christmas right now, and you're hearing Chicago's finest rock. Ho-ho, what? Oh, yeah, just go into the next song, too. That's the way to do it. What a, what a Christmas message there. I found that I was playing Zappa earlier on the stream before the show and just typed in Christmas, and that was the only thing that came up. As if. I know. You know he did more Christmas stuff. A 383, I don't know, that's a pretty big engine. Hey, I don't know. I, I'm, I, uh, I'm not up to date on those... Uh, my V8 engine trivia. It could be. What? Hey, there's a voicemail in here. Look at that. I want to listen to it. And I should play some hits. Hitting all the hits. Wham! Yeah! Ah, uh, yeah. Happy Merry National Pumpkin Day. Or Pumpkin Pie Day. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not celebrating today. We're celebrating this Christmas thing. Starting to catch on. Oh, Not really? Festivus. I haven't got my Festivus shirt on. I'm out for a walk here. Uh, yeah. Hear Power Anywho. walking? John, so there's no question. So, you know. You know. Just say howdy, John. Hey. And Carolyn, sounds like you might not be here. Maybe you'll call in. I don't know. But She's in space. Hopefully you're just joining the family, friends, whatnot. But uh, still, hello to you also. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Go back to the get back to the in laws house and still bust out a quick sign though, because you know it's tradition. Oh, and if, there, if there's anything about today, keeping those traditions alive, right? Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Just those little things. Passing it on. Just kind of make a part of the day. You know, it's that that food you eat or those little things you do or whatever. Mm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We do. Everybody knows it's not that big of a thing, but it is a big thing. Just make it extra special, you know? Yeah. All right. But uh, I'm on my way back to the house because my wife just called. And, and my, my nephew woke up from his nap and he's like, where's Furfur at? So, mm. I'm Furfur to them. So, right. Anywho, yeah. Christopher. It came from like Christopher and turned into Furfur. So now all the nieces and nephews call me that. So the more you know. Go back. No, quite a bit. And, no. uh, we're going to do uh, prisons because we just did uh, stock and stuffers for the littles. So go back and uh, do, do, the, do the big gifts for everybody. Oh, so, yeah. All right. Well, I love you guys. Appreciate you. Hey, we that love you too. And, uh, you know, whether or not you're walking on the trail barefoot to strengthen your feet up or you're just listening to a podcast while running around, go ahead and give a hearty. They're killing that phone. <laughs> Christopher Battles. Cacao! I should do it right. Cacao! Or, or maybe. Cacao! Or possibly. Or possibly. Cacao! Or all of them. Cacao! There you go. Thanks. Christopher Battles. Very National Pumpkin Day. Yeah. Very much. That's the only voicemail. What the fuck? Give me a call. 430-201-4841. You know everybody wants to hear from you, especially me. And Carolyn, she's in space. 
I wonder if she gets reception in space. She could call. Oh, in case you want to know what I'm drinking. I opened it during Christopher Battle's voicemail. It's a Guinness Extra Stout. Established in 1759. Well, thank you. Traditionally brewed. Well, there you go. Talking about tradition. Uh, cheers. A Vega. Chevy Vega. Is what Ned Ned's saying in the chat room. The chat room. I've, I've been doing some thinking. And I wonder if I can find it. Um, I don't know if any of you remember... Ah, okay. The guy's name was Frank Ludwig. And he had a theory about um, Neanderthals being autistic. Let's uh, we can have a little refresher here. I would like to introduce you to the autistic Neanderthal theory, uh, which answers questions in the fields of uh, paleoanthropology and neuroscience that mainstream theories cannot answer. Simply by putting aside the ethnocentric worldview Homo sapiens is prone to and interpreting well-established facts in a more logical context. He, okay. How about number two, abstract? Homo sapiens were quite unremarkable until they met the highly sophisticated Neanderthals. Assimilating the Neanderthal led to the Upper Paleolithic Revolution since it caused a drastic increase in Homo sapiens' brain size and consequently brought about their rapid evolution by combining the creativity, resourcefulness and inquisitive spirit of Neanderthals, who were of an individual nature, with the ambition and networking skills of Homo sapiens, who were of a social nature. Since the Neanderthal assimilation, most Homo sapiens have retained their predominantly social nature, and therefore tend to ostracize those of a predominantly individual nature, who, beginning in the 1940s, are being pathologized with the label of autism. However, human progress is driven by autistic individuals because of their original thinking, lack of conformity, immunity to group dynamics and peer pressure, skepticism of authority and discontentment with the status quo. A person qualifies for an autism diagnosis when they, due to the nature of the Neanderthal DNA and the resulting traits, exceed the level of individuality tolerated by society. The autistic Neanderthal theory is the only unifying theory of autism since it is able to explain every facet as well as the heterogeneity of autism. Yeah, okay, he said a lot there. But, um, you know, <laughs> it might be kooky, but we do know that we get uh, various aspects of our DNA from Neanderthals. That That's like, so I've been... <laughs> reluctantly watching hoarding or that show hoarders that's what it is and uh, made me think where did that come from that aspect of the human brain make people want to hang on to absolute junk and filth you know and then i remembered uh, all, all sorts of things that people attribute to neanderthals as uh, as part of our human nature now even some people are saying OCD also, uh, which made me think, were there hoarders, like Neanderthal hoarders, 
Was there like a caveman just back there, just <laughs> piling up rocks in his cave or dwelling? Have a bunch of empty seashells and like oyster shells and stuff. Sand dollars. Half of them are broken. The same way the hoarders are. They don't want to let go of these sand dollars. Well, it could be worth, you know, 14 puka shells. Or whatever. However, that's how cavemen would talk. Other things like dried flowers. Were there cavemen hoarders or Neanderthal hoarders? Give me a call 430-201-4841. I want to know. Could be possible. Had to come from somewhere. That's the way I see it. Now, this thing here, that ice cube soup scent. Well, yeah, if you wait long enough, is okay, ice cube soup in the chat says, uh, funny thing, hoarders are right about the value if you wait long enough, for sure. But eventually, nobody's going to want to buy your dust-covered junk. It's just going to deteriorate over time. Especially a lot of these people when they leave their vehicles and all sorts of things outside. And they still think, like, well, it'll run. I can sell it. No way, it's only worth scrap. Bullshit, I tell you. But yeah, I mean, you have, you do have a point. They are right, but only for a, a certain amount of time. Now I'm looking at this uh, CIA thing here. Uh, Dvorak, uh, here's your no agenda Christmas gift. Uh, some great reading found on the CIA website. The Conspirators Hierarchy, the Committee of 300, 4th edition, by Dr. John Coleman. Now, some people think that Mr. Dvorak could and well be an agent himself. I don't know about any of those things. But Ice Cube Soup was uh, quick to point out that um, one section here went from uh, number 12 to 14. Skipped right past 13. Unlucky number? Hmm? I mean, but don't you feel lucky when they give you a baker's dozen? You get that extra one in there. And that's 13. I don't know. This is a nice, uh, nice cold read, though. What if I, yeah, like, California just found this? Whoa. Okay, number 12, guys. To introduce new cults and continue to boost those already functioning, which include rock music, in quote, Gangsters such as the filthy, degenerate Mick Jagger's Rolling Stones. Uh, a little elaborate there. A gangster group much favored by European black nobility. And all of the Tavistock-created rock groups which begin with the Beatles. Well, there's only a which began with the Beatles. That's uh, you're awfully wordy. This book is wordy. Makes me question. Why put it out there? Why just leave it out, bro? Mm. To continue to build up the cult of Christian fundamentalism, which began by the British East India Company's servant, Darby, which will be misused to strengthen the Zionist state of Israel through identifying with the Jews through the myth of God's chosen people. Whoa. And by donating very substantial amounts of money what they mistakenly believe is the religious cause and the furtherance of Christianity. Oh no, like that, that, that Osteen guy. And whatever was in 13, we don't know. Oh, they elaborate some more. To press for the spread of a religious cult such as the Muslim Brotherhood. 
Muslim fundamentals, the Sikhs? Oh, not even the Sikhs are safe. And to carry out experiments of the Jim Jones and Son of Sam type murders. Well, this. Yeah. When was this book written? Is it worth noting that the late Ayatollah Khomeini was the creation of British Intelligence, Military Intelligence Division Number 6? Commonly known as the MI6, as I reported in my 1985 work, What Really Happened in Iran. Ah, so it's just spy against spy. Wow, that's crazy. Who would have known? And why would JCD just also leave that lying around? One has to wonder. 1991 was when the foreword was written. Why am I still in that voice? This is, uh, hmm, interesting all the same. But why publish it? Put it on your website, like, even if it's past the whatever year of declassification, you know they're not going to declassify anything that, uh, Those markers, they've got a lot of those black markers lying around is all I'm saying. They've got a whole lot of them. He has a lot to say about the Beatles. That is interesting. I mean, there was something up with the Beatles. Paul McCartney, I've talked about that a lot. So, you know, he's a woman probably now. But can't say anything about it. Because money and deals with the devil and whatever. Have you made any deals with the devil? Give me a call, 430-201-4841. There was a boost that came in before the show. I see that. Thanks, Mary-Kate Ultra. There is a new Boostagram sound. Who knows what it is? But seriously, you have any thoughts on, like, autistic Neanderthals or even, you know, hoarding Neanderthals? Seriously, do you think they were hoarding Neanderthals? I, I do want to know that question. The answer to that. 430-201-4841. Or if you somehow have a clean feed link or want one, either hop in or send me a message. I'll put you on clean feed. It'll be fun. That way I don't have to hit this cowbell a lot. Oh, you can't hear it because I turned it down knowing I would just go over there here. And, that's a bass. Not a cowbell. That's a cowbell. It's going to be me and the cowbell. At least my phone ringtone isn't a cowbell. You know? Sounds like a call or something. Should I answer it? I'll answer it. Hello, (laughs) caller. It's me, Fletcher. Well, shit, Fletch. Oh, Hi. shit, Fletch. Hey. Yeah, I know. I called you Fletch, but Merry Christmas. No, it's okay. It's, uh, uh, more than one. Dame Benrose. I'm Hi. Sorry. I thought it was you. I just got off work. The feisty ferrets finally freed me from the fucking hell that is working Christmas, but at least I got time and a half. Mm. And then Sir Benrose walked in right before I got on my computer and handed me the freaking phone. Hey. Well, I mean... Thanks, Ryan. It's good to hear okay. from you. 
Yeah, well, it's been uh, it's been interesting. Yeah, my job hates me. Does yeah. it? How about yourself? Things are things are all right. I um, living with my girlfriend. We got a house. Um, I got turned the garage into my podcast dwelling. Oh, nice! I never leave this place. I'm in the garage all the time. That's okay. I'm done in the basement most of the time. Hey, you yes. have my utmost sympathy. That's all right. I mean, I've got a a big door I can open, you know, if I want to see outside. Wait, you mean you see the light? You've got freedom down there? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's still Texas. You, how the, I get locked in from 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m.? There's they not even that? a bathroom down there. They do that? Yeah, I'm chained to the desk. Oh man, we gotta Not get you a we gotta get you a, a saw. I tried that. I don't know what material it's made out of, but even Ryan just stands there and points and laughs at me. Man, must be adamantium. That's something. Yeah. If you can find something to break it, just ship somebody over. I'll pay. I'll, I will uh, pay for shipping and handling. You're close Anyone? to Canada. Wolverine's can Canadian. Ooh, yeah, ship him down to Washington. We'll take him. Yeah, he'd be angry once he got out of that box, but you know. Wait, do we have to give him back? I don't think so. I don't I don't even know. He might just be cool down there. Well, I can always kick Sir Benrose out. Or, no, screw it. I'll kick Ryan out. He can move in. As long as he doesn't mind cats and he's not allergic, that's fine. Not probably not. He's basically an animal himself. Even better. However, I need to give the phone back to him because I have no freaking idea why he's not in the kitchen cooking dinner. Yeah, yeah. What's he cooking? What should he be cooking? He should be cooking the London broil, and then I'll be cooking mm -hmm. stuffing afterwards. Oh. And then, theoretically, we're going to be watching the best Christmas movie ever made. Die Hard. How'd you guess? Well, I mean, it's a favorite of mine. There you go. Wait, why aren't you watching it right now? I'm doing a show. Oh, wait. Wait, you're doing the show right now? Yeah. One second here. Ryan, I'm going to kick your ass! <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, any uh, opportunity I can get to inflict violence on him, even by proxy, you know? Yeah, well, I'm about to go do that. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Merry right, Christmas, well, and thanks for calling. Yeah, I can actually say Merry Christmas and mean it this time. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, Merry Christmas, literally. Happy New Year. And Everyone's going to have a great time. And I, unfortunately, will be working on New Year's Day. Aww, we'll be thinking of you. Yeah, have a bunch of drinks for me. I mean, just go ahead and get totally shit-faced. I will. I might call you. Good. You know what? Give me a call. That is not a problem. I will have my phone at work. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Dame Bimrose. <laughs> I love you. Love you too, dear. Get some rest. Well, no, that's right. You're on the air right now. Eventually, I my will. My brain though. is fried. That's okay. You get some rest and beat up Ryan. Oh, I'm going to. Uh, right as soon as I get off this phone, I'm going to shove my foot so far up his ass, he will be sucking my toes come next summer and liking it. <laughs> I think he already does. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs>
Adios. Anyway, Fletcher. <laughs> okay, Fletcher. Adios. Bye. Hasta mañana or something. In the Bye. Smoker. I'm Dean Benrose. She was surprised she was on the air. Oh. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. That was nice. Haven't heard from her in a minute. Longer than a minute, even. You know? That was nice. That made me smile. Thanks. Thanks, Dame Bimrose. And thanks, Ryan, for handing her the phone and possibly, uh, you know, getting beat up. Yeah, face of the screen, we're doing a show. You can give me a call. There's even a number right now. That's right. Call it direct, call it collect, but call it today. And I'll even pick up the phone. How are you doing this Christmas? Doing well, I hope. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, wrong answers only. Let's. Why don't you give me your best guess as to what uh, a pocket socket is? Got it for Christmas. Wrong answers only. What's a pocket socket? Let me know. 430-201-4841. You could drop it in the chat if you're voice shy. I'll check my text messages too. I rarely do that. People rarely text. But 430-201-4841. What is a pocket socket? Wrong answers only. Let me know. Give me a call. We don't have to talk for long. Or do we? If you just tuned in, Carolyn's in space again. And, um, you know, she goes into space a lot. And that's pretty cool. She doesn't take any pictures, you know, which could give some answers to a whole lot of people. But she won't do that. She says photography is hard in space. Whatever. You know, here's what I say to that. I, why didn't I have this before? You know, it's a... Uh, Whatever. Yeah. As if. But she is up in space. It's to the max. I believe that. But, um, yeah, why don't you give me a call? 430-201-4841. Where's your tree? What do you think about Neanderthal hoarders? I've spent maybe too long thinking about that. Just what would they collect, even? Oh, I'm still on the drums. Hey. That's cool. Oh, look, it's on record mode now. That's what I get for having my notepad on the drum machine. Every time I make more desk space, I take it up with other stuff. There's a lot of stuff over here. <laughs> like that. But seriously, what, what would they collect? These hoarding Neanderthals. I don't even know. Homo sapiens sex slaves is what Ice Cube Soup says. Who is calling me? Who could call me now? Hello, caller. You're on the air with me, Fletcher. This is Hog Story. Oh, man. Oh. You wanted to leave a message, so didn't you? What was it? You wanted to leave a message, didn't you? Oh, no. I was actually listening live for a little bit. I already left a message a while ago. Oh, yeah. We did. I played it. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I just turned in real quick. I'll figure out. I'll listen for a little bit while uh, we're getting the food ready for, for dinner. Um, I, uh, okay, I have a couple of questions. 
the socket, the pocket, po- yeah, pocket the, socket, the pocket the socket. Only? Yeah, sure. What do you think? Well, I believe it's just a sock like you put in your pocket, like kind of like a pocket protector, protector kind of deal. Oh, but, you, but, but it's but a, a sock, sock you put in your pocket. So sock. that way you can put your hand in there and then your sweaty hand doesn't get your, your, your pocket stinky. Oh, Hey, maybe you want to pitch that's a short thing. Yeah. Or, or, or it could be like a sock for your junk, but I feel like it'd be called something else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are going to use it however they see fit once it's out there. Yeah, of course. And of course. Did you hear about the, what I was, my thought about hoarders, like Neanderthal hoarders? I did not. Oh, well, I played a clip, um, several, many, many episodes ago uh, about this guy's theory of um, uh, autistic Neanderthals. And that's where autism comes from because we do inherit various genetic traits from Neanderthals. And this guy thinks that that may be one of them. And then I was watching Hoarders and had the thought of, well, like, where did hoarding originate in our brains? Like in the past, were there Neanderthal hoarders? If we get so much of our DNA from them, all the weird quirky stuff is hoarding, including, including in that. And if so, what did these Neanderthals collect? Rocks. Yeah. Of various shapes and sizes. (laughs) That was the first thing I thought of was rocks. I always, I always kind of laugh when people would think like cavemen or whatever you want to call them are like dumb where it's like, mm-hmm. uh, they created a lot of stuff as we know, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all, all the engineering and whatnot. To, they figured you know, out how to make flint tools and stuff. Yeah. You know, the Neanderthals buried their dead before homo sapiens did. What about homosexuals? What about it? Maybe Neanderthals were homosexual <laughs> before homo sapiens There's a, there's a little bit of delay on the homo and yeah, so. Oh, so that's what you were going to say. Yeah, no, that's, that's good radio. You interject where you feel like there's a pause, you know, <laughs> you're a professional Christopher battles. Well, I'll tell you what though, listening live versus 2.6 times speed. <laughs> it's, it's a little it's weird. A lot huh? different. <laughs> it is. I'm like this. You missed it earlier well, on funny. the live stream before the show. I was playing some Zappa tunes. And there was some some type of audio malfunction. I don't know where. Uh, I think on the stream machine, the one that just handles sending the signal out to the stream, um, oh. where uh, Serpent alerted me to it. But everything was like half speed, but real like <laughs> delayed. And it was equally weird because I was listening to Frank Zappa. Oh. <laughs> but now the, the problem solved. But at least it's not like that now. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes I'll listen to a podcast at that normal time speed with my wife in the car or whatever, because it's like, hey, we should listen to this. And and then you just feel like a semi-truck could just go in and out of everything. Oh, yeah. D- like, the pauses it- are like, so, long, you know, <laughs> like I'll listen to Booster Grand Ball with her. Like, that's pretty much the only time I end up getting around to that show, because there's so many podcasts. But the, yeah, I feel and, you. Uh, but yeah, when Adam starts talking, it's like, what? Because I'm so used to him on no agenda at bazillion times speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I tried it listening uh, faster, but uh, it made me to where I wanted everything to speed up. <clears throat> it, yeah. It was like, I don't, everything's fucking too slow. Like, what the fuck? Say what you're going to yeah, say. exactly. And uh, 
I, I also didn't want to start talking like Ben Shapiro. Because if I was listening, listening to them real to fast, then maybe I would start talking real fast, and then all of a sudden I would be talking on like really fast, and I just couldn't stop. Yeah, I, I've listened to his podcast. I'm not a regular listener, but I've listened to it in the past, like an episode or two or whatever. And yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> it's like, <"Rrr!"> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet it. Right. Yeah, at two and a half speed or whatever. Yeah, just yeah. flying through. Dude, uh, I got used to it. Oh, my wife called me. I got to. I got to go eat. But, ah, yeah, it's time to I go got eat. Used to it. Well, thanks for calling, yeah. Christopher Bettles. I appreciate everything you do, man. Like all the cardboard stuff, it's all fucking cool, dude. Oh, of course, of course. You're the man. Uh, okay. Babe, right, before you go, cacao! Christopher Bettles. Look at that guy. He's a pretty cool dude. If I say so myself, I think I can say that. Oh, hit that call button again, face to the screen. No Carolyn today. Carolyn's out in space, Sir Bemrose. She's out in space once again. She goes in space a lot as a uh, civilian and refuses to take pictures that could answer questions that a lot of people have. But that's her prerogative, you know? Whatever. She gets up there. She just sees everything. That's gnarly. Doesn't take any pictures. That's grody. Yeah. Who is calling me? Who is calling me? Hello, caller in the smoker. Oh, hey, uh, face to the screen there, uh, Fletcher, man. Hey, dude. Glad you're doing a show here on Christmas, man. Like, hey, well, I mean, I'm here. I might as well. Yeah, it's, it's quite pleasant, man. Uh, I just had to shut off my uh, speaker. Uh, I don't know. I had you on speakerphone at first. I oh, think, I heard can you that. Hear I, me now? I heard her voice going, power off. Yeah. Oh, she likes to talk to me dirty like that, you know? I believe that. Like, after, I'm, after I finish, you know, she's always like, power off, man. Like, just telling me to power off. Like, I think it's more like she's telling me to power off. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how AI is going to get us. That she's power <laughs> you know they're gonna appeal to our our more basal nature or however you say it and um yeah they're just gonna control us that way yeah next thing it'll just say go to fucking bat already yeah you can't tell me what to do bot yeah it's a fucking bot dude i'm not gonna listen no it's a glorified clock yeah yeah and yeah yeah it's just a talking clock that could play music and order Amazon. Yeah, I can't believe that there's a lot of people out there that actually fucking uh, use these things. You know, I oh, use things like yeah. at my pleasure, you know, like my, my phone that I'm talking to you on right now. It's like, okay, I'm calling up my buddy Fletcher, you know, but it's still like this stupid thing always wants to tell me what to buy, you know, like it'll have these advertisements pop up. It's like, I already bought that thing. Yeah, that's the like, worst. It sends me advertisements for shit that I've already bought. Dude, like, I mean, it's cool having a phone that can do all the things they do, but it gets annoying when it makes it so glaringly obvious that it listens to you even when all the things are turned off. You know, it's only yeah. turned off. It's just a facade because well, I, I see stuff on Instagram for Fish Tank. I don't even watch that show. I just talk about it with people. Uh, and oh, yeah. uh, it still shows up there and on, uh, 
YouTube. I don't watch that, but it wants me to. It knows I talk about it. So it's like, hey, you may be interested in whatever the fuck's going on. Yeah. it's Well, they just know it. Well, like you said, it's not even so much. You're not even talking about it in front of your phone or whatever, but somehow they know. Yeah, it's just around. Like, it's not even, you know, I don't keep my phone like close by all the time. So half the time it's across the room or in another room. So then how does it know? Does it judge by my eye movement? My phone just on purpose to like try to distract it, you know, like, come on, like fight fire with fire. Oh, yeah. Um, Like when it gives you like a, a, a survey to take, like when you're watching YouTube video or something, it's like this survey pops up. It's like, just answer it in the stupidest way possible just to fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't I get ads on my browser, but on the, uh, the Roku shit like that'll pop up and I'll oh, do that. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, the dumbest shit possible. Yes. Uh, way I mean, back there's times when I'll answer it honestly, but there's times where it's like the stupidest question. Like which one have you seen advertisement for lately? Like progressive or Geico or blah, blah, blah. It's like all of them. No shit. You know, yeah, like, right. How You're do I answer a, a this steady rotation. Just be a troll. <laughs> uh, before, before phones were smart, um, nine 11 had like already happened and they had, uh, for some reason released, uh, a list of like keywords they looked for, for terrorists. And, uh, I used to just send that list to people in text. Just oh, to, no shit. Yeah. Just to make sure they, they, you know, put me on the list too. I didn't want to be left out. <laughs> hey man thank you for your courage man <laughs> hey i mean it had asinine words on there like peanut butter and jelly sandwich well it's like uh what pizza gate though too though like uh you know you want to have a uh, cheese or pepperoni or whatever the fuck yeah it was, and it all know, like um, had different meanings like you get a kiss and like all this other weird shit like hold hands yeah it's uh there's Boy a lot of weird girl. people use code. I mean, obviously you'd use code if you're trying to get, even yeah. if you're like, it's kind of fun. Even if you're not trying to get away with anything like really nasty, you know, Yeah. like just you have like your little social club. It's like, Oh, Hey, it's fun to kind of like have a little code word. You know I mean? That's fun. But once you're actually like abusing people, then that's a problem, obviously. But like, I mean, obviously I think those people are abusing people. But <laughs> yeah. There's, Pizza parties with walnut sauce, like walnut sauce. What the fuck is walnut sauce? Yeah, what is walnut sauce? I think it's uh, like you, uh, like a a How man has it? nuts, right? And then like uh, yeah, the walnut sauce gets it's gross, man. Like I don't know if I want to know. Oh, you think like Rocky Mountain oysters? Like it's testicle juice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like ejaculate. Uh, oh, ooh, ugh. almost like yeah. uh, um, like the liquid inside your eye. Well, the, like the, the little boys were considered like the, the the code word was like the little boys were the hot dogs, right? So like hot dogs with oh, walnut yeah. sauce, you know? Yeah, it's, it's but yeah, the vitreous, you're talking about like the vitreous uh, lumina, I think they call it, like the, the mm. eye juice. Yeah, 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 that but from the testicles for walnut sauce. 
Yeah, walnuts. Gross, man. Oh, um, you're talking about codes. It's not. It's not a code at all. But um, have you heard about the Shavian alphabet? It's been around like since the '60s or some shit. A long time. I don't think so. Hmm. So it's fill me in. It's it's written. (laughs) Fill me in. I'll fill you up. It was. uh, (laughs) It was written. Not phonetically, but like the way you would pronounce a word. So there's 48 characters instead of 26, and each one represents mm-hmm. a sound we make. Like there's a character oh, okay. called ha ha because it represents that ha sound. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's like a digraph, like a like Russian, like their alphabet, like the Cyrillic alphabet has like the one that's like a square W looking thing. Yeah, yeah. That's like a SH, like shh. Oh, okay. But yeah, that big square W, that's a SH sound. And then they have like the one that looks like the number four. It's like a squared off number four. It's like, mm-hmm. that's like a ch. Ah. Like CH. We would, we would write it as CH or SH, but like they have like a single, it's a digraph. We call it a digraph, but really to them, it's just like it just makes one sound, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that makes sense. They probably think we're fucking crazy for using two letters. Well, yeah, that's why English is so hard to learn for people. They have to learn how to speak it with all of the idiosyncrasies and then learn how to spell it. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of just do whatever you want. Especially, like, if you look at old stuff, like, you see something from, like, the 1600s or whatever, they write it, like, Sunday would be, like, S-U-N-D-A-Y-E. You know, like, there'd be an E at the end. Like, okay. Yeah, from leftover. (laughs) It was all leftover from the previous languages of the people that took over uh, Britain, you know, so you'd yeah. have the Frankish and then Saxons and the Anglos and, and everyone else leftover shit from Celtic. Well, there was the great vowel shift too. I mean, you got to look at that. Like, uh, I can't remember exactly when it happened. I think it was around Shakespeare's time or right before Shakespeare, but like the, the great vowel shift, like a, a lot of words that we pronounce these days, like if you go back to old German and old English, we're almost the same. Hmm. So, like, the way they would say, like, Groot, like, actually, Dutch would be, like, Groot instead of Great. Uh, but, like, there was a vowel shift where, like, everybody just started, like, pronouncing their vowels differently, and that's where a big shift happened there, like, a, over the course of about 100 years, like, maybe Oh, uh, Wikipedia really doesn't narrow it down at all. They say between 1400 and 1700. Yeah, the Great Vowel Shift took a while to happen, but, I mean, there was, like, a, a really intense period, hmm. like, maybe a hundred years where it really got intense. But after that, yeah, of course it's still, it took a little while, but I mean, oh. like one of the things like my English teacher in high school had us read like really old, old English and then like read old German. And it was like the same fucking thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Actually. I thought it was cool anyway, but no, that is cool. Uh, it, it's that's, that's interesting how it changes. And it's got to change from the way people speak first and then later the spelling changes in order to accommodate. Yeah. I would, you know, I would think. I wouldn't see well, why people the, would start just spelling shit weird unless you're French. Well, the spelling is one thing, but like the grammar is really where people think, you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've studied some other languages. So it's kind of like uh, when you see how Eastern European people speak, you kind of understand how they think, you know, it's just, that makes that I think makes their complete sense. Great because like they think of things different than we do. Yeah, 
Or like Asians, the way they structure their sentences. It's it's the same way with the way they think. I mean, you're right. Yeah. That's that is really interesting. Yeah, I always think it's fun. I don't know. I, no, it it's is. Pretty I, easy I like way. Just like, you only have to know a few words to even make a friend, you know. Just, if you know, if you catch somebody's accent, you just like say a word in their language, they're like, I don't even have to know Russian very much at all. Just say, hey, uh, you know, Dobro Utro is like, good morning. You know, it's like, oh, hey, man. You know, Russian is like, not really, but I know some. And they're like, <laughs> oh, hey, cool anyway, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know any of it. It, Russian, it, that's, it's neat to hear people speak it, though. Um, well, like, French is like bonjour. You'd say bonjour if you heard somebody say something in French, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. that one I'm a little more familiar with because um, there's a lot of uh, Francophiles in the U.S., you know. Well, you're in love with Carolyn Blaney, so. <laughs> uh, she's a good <laughs> friend kidding. of mine. I don't know about. Uh, she doesn't even, I don't know how much French really she speaks, you know, but. Not Probably lot, more than I do, anyway. There was uh, Sir Matt Chu, who used to be around, and Hey Citizen is uh, from French Canada. Yeah, I mean, Sir Matt Chu, I don't know, man. Maybe he got hazed out of it, because like, he did that maps with Matt, and I haven't heard from that guy in a while. Yeah, he, uh, you know, that's, uh, I think he just maybe got burnt out trying to keep up with everything. There's a lot of pressure on him. I know that, but oh sure, I, I think but I mean, got I just a haven't really seen him hanging out in the chats or anything. You know, I, I mean, got like, a I wish him well on this Christmas. You know, and but the, he's doing good. The the girlfriend he got, I think, occupies a lot of time. Oh, I can't fault him there. You know, I understand. Like that. my nephew. Well, maybe <laughs> it depends on if she's controlling or if he's doing it because he wants to. You know, if he wants to, then more power to him. That's cool too. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna pick on the guy, you know. I mean, oh, no, no, no. He's, he's wish uh, him well. Like I said, like I wish him well on this Christmas here, you know. And, of course, I wish he was still around, also, but I wish him well wherever he's at, mapping it up, cartographing, which is interesting. Yeah, maps in are interesting. I have a globe sitting like in my garage where I like smoke dope and stuff. You know, I smoke pot and like yeah, have a beer. I just like have a globe sitting there. I just stare at it. <laughs> What is it about? I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I used to have a globe uh, when I was younger, like a, a really large one, and I, I would do the same thing, just like sit and look at it, and like, and it was one of those textured globes, you know, so mountain ranges yeah, mine would be has like the, raised yeah, and everything, it, yeah. And then the the um, Grand Canyon was, you know, a big gash, and. Uh, just like looking at it in the sunlight, seeing the the texture and everything is, it's just really neat. Just to think, like, you know, we're on that thing. Yeah, I always like to look at maps and just be like, what would it be like to live there? You know, even mm -hmm. just like looking at the atlas of like the United States. You know, just just pick a map of like Wyoming or something. Like, what would it be like to live there? Yeah, I'll think of that you when know? I'm like, I'll look at maps with the topography. So I'll go, oh, it makes sense. They put the town there. Or, you know, what is what is it about this area that makes nobody want to live there? You know, the topography looks like it might be okay. Why aren't they there? And then you might, you know, look at the satellite map and realize it's just barren or, or whatever. It's kind of like the stock market, though. Like, you know, buy low, sell high. You know, go find the piece of land that nobody else fucking wants and just 
make it yours, you know? <laughs> Seems like that might be kind of cool to do. Yeah, that is the cool thing about Texas is the squatter's rights. It's not cool if you own land, but... Because <clears throat> you're like, what, northeast Texas? Yeah, I'm real close to, like, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma. They're all three within, you know, an hour and a half drive. No, oh, that's cool. I'm like, see, I'm stuck down here on this peninsula called Florida. Like, there's no way out except for up, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what sucks about Florida. It's like, okay, if shit really hit the fan, I'd be stuck down here, you know? Yeah, because the highways are clogged. You go north, south, east, or west. I can only go north. Yeah, unless you're getting on a boat. Mm-hmm. And then you're not doing that no, in a no. hurricane. It's not, it's not that bad, though. Like, there's a lot of homeless people down here. They just, they actually love the homeless lifestyle. I guess I can't fault them for that. I like to have a home, you know, and stuff, but. Yeah, I guess Florida's you know, they, kind of the place to do it, they can though. just drop a line in the water and pick up some fish, you know, or whatever, you know. Yeah, you can just live barefoot every day if you want to, and you yeah. don't freeze to death in the winter. And No, just don't go I'm from into Indiana, the Everglades. Like, where I'm from, like, there's really not that many homeless people because, like, in the wintertime, they freeze to death, you know. So, like, down here in Florida, it's like year-round homeless party, you know. Mm. So, uh, you know, like I said, I don't want to fault the people for living like that it's just not my style no and a lot of people you know have gone through who knows what in order to get there you know who knows what well, happened it's gotten pretty ridiculous the last 10 years or whatever i've been saying like uh you know you'd see uh well even statistics now i don't believe in statistics all the time but when they say that like over half of the people that are homeless actually have a full-time job they just can't afford to have a home. It's like, holy fuck. So people with full-time jobs can't afford to put a roof over their head. That's a pretty bad economic indicator. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, you know. So I kind of feel bad for some of them. You know, the thing about it is, like, I don't see a lot of, like, down here in Florida, I don't see a lot of Hispanic people begging for money. Like, I see a lot of white people, like, crackheads, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get racist, but like, you know, you, you don't even see as many black people. You see black people in like the black neighborhoods, but like the white people are the most fucked up. And then like, uh, Hispanic people, you don't really see them beg for money because they don't let each other sleep on the streets, man. Like the thing about it is like white people, like the first thing a mother would do is like, Oh, if you don't get your shit together, I'll kick you out of my fucking house. Yeah, I've, you know? I've heard that. But like a Mexican mother is going to be like, you're going to fucking stay right here where I can keep an eye on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a different cultural aspect, and I think that they're doing something right where we're fucking up. No, that's exactly right. They have a, a tighter-knit like family, or in sense of family, I should say. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been threatened by a Mexican guy over his sister. Oh, yeah. No, they take it seriously, dude. They do. Like, Even though they're out there doing the same fucking shit. Like, you're trying to get laid? You think she's not somebody's sister? <laughs> well, yeah, but still, in the meantime, like, <laughs> in the moment, you're not really no, going to get course. away with that argument of course. either, no, are you? <laughs> no, that argument does not fly. You pretty much just say, all right, sir, I'm going to uh, just peace out, you know. Uh, no, sorry, yeah, yeah, I, it's always, you know. yes. <laughs> Yes, I'll catch you uh, later, man. Hopefully not. But I'll crack a joke. 
And in a situation like that, that's what, like instinct. I go for a joke, like try and say anything. Like, I don't want to be stabbed. Yeah. Mexican dudes always have a knife. It's not well, racist. The thing, you never know fact. if they might even just respect the joke, too. Like, if you're actually a man enough to just crack a joke at the right time and, hey, man, all right, this guy's cool. You know, he can date my sister, but you never know. Well, no, 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 and, but, like, my style is usually self-deprecating or something like that, too, and I'm not above admitting I'm, I'm wrong or anything, uh, you know, so I've gotten out of it. That's why it's hard culturally, because they don't want a weak man, either. They want a man, like, if a man's going to date their sister, that guy's got to be the most badass man ever. Oh, yeah. So if this well, guy's cracking like a self-deprecating joke, maybe he's not the man for their sister. You know, I mean, it's hard, it's, it's really hard to judge how to... No, most of the time, like most of the time, if they laugh, then I'm cool. And, you know, I, I get along with any, anybody. As long as you're not a dick, I'm not, I'm not a dick. And, uh, so if I can get them laughing, you know, usually everything's pretty cool. Every now and then oh, there'll be course. some hard yeah. ass, you know, but in my, in my experience, I've gotten in way less fights than I should have. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and if it wasn't because I made the dude laugh, I made one of his buddies laugh, and his buddies were like, "Oh man, come on!" All right, yeah, him let him go. Like, come yeah. on, <laughs> he's cool. He's all right. He didn't mean well, it, or like whatever, whatever the fuck. Well, the thing is, I've had people from other parts of the world, like Eastern Europe, or you know, Western Europe, or even like South America, Mexico, all around the world, like guys have told me like you're like a dude from my country you know like that's like about the highest compliment i could be paid you know yeah to have somebody tell me i'm like a guy from their country it's like okay you know but, like the one guy i used to work with he was from mexico and like his dad died in a coal mine disaster and like my grandfather died in a coal mine disaster in west virginia okay different languages different story but still pretty much the same story but yeah you know guys fucking fighting for their lives fucking going down in the dark and not coming home. You know what I mean? That's why I can't fault people for wanting to come here, no matter how they're doing it. Like, okay, it's against the law. Okay, change the law. Or think about why the fuck they're coming here. Like, what's going it's on in Mexico to make people want to leave? Uh, it's an economic thing. That's what pisses me off about the most is that, like, if these people are coming here willing to risk their lives, they should get paid just as much as I would to risk my life. You know, like, so the thing is that, like, I don't, I'm not mad at them for driving down the wages, but the wages are driven down by the people that would hire these illegal, desperate people that would risk their lives to do dangerous shit for shit pay. They don't have to be like that, though. They're our neighbors. You know, we do all this That's shit for saying. countries could... across the fucking ocean, and we don't help our neighbors. Well, that's the thing, too. I've known a lot of people that have moved here from Europe and did it legally, and it's like they had to cross an ocean like they can't just walk home if they want to like true they committed and they paid a lot of money like this one guy I used to work with man his fucking car got stolen listen to this we were working we were doing like demolition work inside of this house and we went out for lunch and like his car was gone he had like a porsche cayenne holy shit yeah like this russian guy he always liked to have fucking nice cars and stuff but anyway that thing was just gone. Like some kid stole it. So at first we come out he's like, where's my car? And we're just like laughing at him. Like, Oh yeah, fuck you. Whatever, dude. He's like, no, where's my car? Oh shit. Well, <laughs> he called the place like to find out if it got towed. No, it didn't get towed. Somebody stole it. But like his wallet was in there and his green card was in his wallet. 
like for him to get a new green card oh, printed off was five hundred dollars because what? it got stolen. Holy shit! Now that's bullshit. That's that is bullshit. bullshit. I don't think they should have to pay that. I mean, it, it's really expensive to move here legally. I I think that that could be reformed. It fucking but at the same could time, be. I've it's known a guys that have actually done it. So it's like people that make excuses and say that they can't do it. It's like bullshit, dude. I've known plenty of people that have done it through adversity of even getting their shit stolen and having to pay for that. They still managed to do it and raised kids and had a household and all that. It was such a fucking rigmarole. And with all this supposed security we got, you would think that like they could have a system where if they uh, look at you and find out you're a normal ass person. All right, we're going to make it a little easier on you. If you're kind of suspicious, that's when they hit you with all the fucking pricey shit to make well, I mean, sure you're serious about coming What did that $500 go to, man? It's, it's kind of what I was thinking exactly. at the time. Like, what did that $500 go to? They just had to print off a new one. It was already on file. Yeah. All the paperwork was already in. All you had to do was print a new one. Well, guess what? 500 bucks. It's a convenience fee or whatever horse shit they want to call it. And uh, It's a penalty for having lost it. But I don't. I, I yeah, still don't think that's, that's fair. A steep, I mean, that's a steep fucking penalty. You know, got punished for fucking somebody stealing his shit, man. Yeah, right. It's ridiculous. It's not even his fucking fault. Like that. That's that's what's ridiculous. It's yeah, all. He was a like scam. a Russian guy from Ukraine, you know. So like, I haven't talked to him for a while. I mean, there, there's that whole Russian Ukraine thing going on right now. But uh, what? I don't know, man. Uh, there's you know. There's some kind of thing going on. I think they already kind but of... But they want to be part of the Federation thing. again? <laughs> well, parts of it do, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, are these people fascists or not? I always get confused. And they, 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 everybody's a fascist, so it's hard to know. Yeah, the fascism, I don't know, it's just when the company's get in bed with the fucking government. Oh yeah. I mean, it's been it going on for like so everywhere. long. Like Nancy Pelosi, like remember that Solyndra deal? Yeah. The company Solyndra. Yep. Yeah. They're like the, the government gave him like $500 million. And then like a couple of months later, they go belly up and declare bankruptcy and just like, they split the money and just keep it. That's cool. Yeah. That's real cool. Oh, well, guess what? Nancy Pelosi's brother-in-law was like on the board. <laughs> oh, yeah, but- wow. I wonder. Could you and I start a phony company and get that kind of government bucks? No. That's the thing. It's like, even if I could, I don't know if I'd want to, you know, it's like, I'd rather. You're stealing from yourself. Earn, You're stealing earn from yourself and everyone around you. You know? you know, that's where the money comes from is all of us. So you're, yeah, I feel like the, the moral of it is you're, you're stealing from yourself and everyone around you. Well, that's the thing is even look at like, our grandparents or our parents, you know, people that are like retirement age that like they saved all this money their whole life. And then like now they're retired, like the money is worth half as much as it was at the time that they tried to earn it and save it. Yeah. Like that's not fair. And then half, half of it still gets stolen more than that. Yeah. I was trying to be conservative with the half estimate, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, well, if you look at like a, I saw this chart the other day that like uh, before the National Reserve, like the Federal Reserve, um, like the dollar's lost about ninety five percent of its value since then. Yeah, you don't have to be a fucking math genius to realize that that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, 
Seems like that's what they were put in place for. I, you know, people often ask each other, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Or, you know, it'll be part of a business plan you're trying to pitch to somebody to get a loan. Or whatever. Some kind of five-year projection. Or any, any number year projection. But where does all this horseshit lead? All this horseshit that our, our government, everybody's governments, just keep piling on year after year. Like, where, what's the end game? Where do they see themselves in five years? Like, uh, well, what do we think is going to happen? Well, they see themselves in the same spot they already are. Like, they, they see themselves above us, but at the same time, where does that leave us? I think it's kind of what you're asking, right? Well, it can only go so far, too. Like, it's kind of going to come to a point where the, the little tiny pedestals at the very bottom, precariously stacking everything up above it, are going to move. And shift. Everything's going to come tumbling down. Well, I don't want to get too controversial, but like I think that's why they, uh, when they did the lockdowns for COVID, there was all those, like the Yellow Vest protests were going on for a couple of years already in France. And yeah, shut that shit like down. 2018. And then like you had uh, other protests in like Hong Kong, like don't mm-hmm. trust China. China is asshole, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. Like, people around the world were fucking protesting already, so they just used that as an excuse to shut everything down and then control what everybody could see and read on the internet at the same time. Oh, yeah. It was a valid test, and I think it was successful for them as to how far they could push us and, and, you know, what they could make us do. I like to think that it's kind of backfired on them, too, though, because there's a lot of people that are starting to realize how much bullshit that was, you know, and... uh yeah, you, you can tell. Like they're my mom scrambling. is a really good example because she's a smart person, but she watches the View. You know, mm-hmm. like she believes that side of the news. Yeah, and I, 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 I really try to gently nudge her in the right direction, but it's hard. You know, because she always is like, "Well, where'd you hear that? You can't believe everything you hear on the internet." It's like, but you can't believe everything you hear on the TV either. You know, I mean, yeah, think of the source, like what. You know, why are they there? Why are those women there? They're getting paid. Who's paying them? Well, the company. Who pays that company? All these fucking advertisers. What are they yeah, all about? I mean, they're all about this kind of shit. Like, yeah, it's not hard to understand native advertising. Once you understand what it is, you see it everywhere. You know, it's just everywhere. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was that? There was. I mean, it's on NPR all the time. I listen to that quite often. Um, and they'll they'll present any number of things as just, oh, you won't believe what this is in the news for. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but... Oh, it turns out they're a sponsor. What do you know? But it's commercial-free, NPR. Yeah, yeah, they claim that, but yeah, exactly. It's not. <laughs> no, and they say, well, there's no call to action. Then why are you telling me somebody's website? Why do I why do I hear ads for Jaguar of Shreveport then? Yeah, they're I wish they would at least admit that they're sponsored. You know, I mean they can say whatever they want, but at the same time if if they're being disingenuous and saying that they're not sponsored while they are They are, but then the, their donations would fall apart. 
what they get. And that's a scam too. The radio stations themselves are scammed by NPR because NPR programming costs millions of dollars a year. And so they have the stations have to go beg for money. Because the station itself, I think that for the money from the government is structured differently that they receive versus the money that hmm. NPR through the endowment of the arts receives. Oh, okay. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that. I didn't either till I listened real closely to uh, one of their um, donation drives they had uh, not that long ago. The, the people at the local uh, public radio station in Shreveport, they... Uh, they were, they were saying they, they said that, that how much it costs for them to get NPR programming. They were listing programs. Like if you like blah, 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 you know, it's a couple of mil from NPR. And so we got to pay them that. So we need your donations. Hmm. Yeah. But NPR also has a donation scheme of donate your car. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, there's like down here in Florida, they got like cars for kids. Oh yeah, there's that. And yeah, I, I I really fucking hate their jingle. It's like cars for it's kids. It's like so low energy, but it's just like one eight hundred cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. It's like I fucking every time they play it on the radio, I'm just like, why is it so low energy? Like, hey, let's get people energized and make them happy about giving cars to people. Instead, it's like. One eight hundred. I don't know. They got the saddest kids. They used to play those around here, but um, they they've stopped within the past like twenty years. I haven't heard that that jingle on the radio or anywhere. Um, it's been at least a couple years since I've heard it, but yeah, I've heard it within the last maybe three or four years. Oh yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been here in such a long time. Um, but the NPR the. Cash for cars or not really, but, uh, you know, you donate your car for your favorite NPR programming. Uh, just seems fishy. Well, they're just all scams. I mean, every last one of these goddamn things, I mean, I hate to be so cynical, but every time I see something like that, I just think it's a scam. Yeah, that there's some kind of angle to it, because why wouldn't a person take that car and trade it in for a new one? Or give it to their kid or grandkid or something. Why would sure. you donate it to NPR? Well, I like, could understand this, if it was car gay talk. bar right by my house, man. Like, they're, uh, for some reason, they're like a 501c3 charity. Hmm. Like, there's never anybody there. Like, I used to, like, I lost my dog recently. But when I used to walk him around, like, I'd walk him past the place and, like, there was never anybody there. Hmm. But for some reason, this bar is still in operation. But they're tax exempt because they're gay, I guess. Like, I guess that's fair, you know, Shit. whatever. <laughs> My God, did you know this is the gay podcast? Like, I guess I'm <laughs> tax exempt now. This is fantastic. That's what I was saying. Like, Welcome I think to Hog that, like, Story. How's your hog? Yeah. yeah like that OBDM totally show, like that Joe guy in OBDM, he's gay. Is and it? he's like, I think he does like a marketing job, like. So, like, maybe he should just, like, buy a fucking bar and, like, make a gay bar and just make it a charity, you know? And Dude, I think, there in this town anyway. Why not? In this town, there are so many car washes, and I never see anybody at them. 
It doesn't matter what well, time of year, like how what kind of day. There's never anybody any at these car washes yet. They're open, like the self serve car washes where you yeah, go you and drive spray through yourself and shit. And you get a free vacuum at the end, you know, but you got to do it yourself. Um, those, how do those stay open? Uh, that's got to be some kind of money laundering scheme. It might be like I used to manage. A, it's funny you mentioned that because I used to manage a car wash down here in Florida, a couple of them, but like it was full service where we would vacuum the car out for you and shit. And then of course you'd have a lot of accusations of theft, you know, Oh man, I can't find my leg, my necklace now. Well, why did you leave it in the car? Motherfucker, you know? Yeah. Not that I'm excusing people stealing stuff like that, but it's like a lot of the people that made those accusations were were full of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, anyway, like with the car washes, I don't know, man, like, uh, down here in Florida, it's pretty lucrative, you know. Mm. There's a reason that they're all around the places because, like, they make money. But I'm talking about, like, the, the ones where people, like, actually detail the cars to, like, wax it for you and shit. Oh, no, these are all in, like, the building themselves. Like, they all look chintzy. So they've got LED yeah, lights about, everywhere. Yeah, we have those down here, too, yeah. Every, it's everything like looks a fucking, chintzy. like a carport that just, Yeah. Yeah, you and just so put your car in there and wash it. <laughs> but they're they're always open. Like the lights are always on. It's always like ready to go. But I never see anyone there. And I drive around a lot. And there's there's several around town. I just never see anyone there. And it makes me think there's something going on. Something going on, probably. It could be money laundering, like you said. Uh, well, it reminds me of a. Uh, there's a joke in there somewhere. Probably it's probably about six or seven years ago. I was working for this guy. We were building houses, and uh, we were framing this house. And like right across the street, there was this one that my boss was saying that he had like when he first moved to Florida, back in like two thousand, two thousand one, whatever. Like he had built this house, but they were already tearing it down. Just like they just brought in a fucking backhoe and just ripped the thing to shreds, man. Like they didn't even save the cabinets or anything. They just tore it down. Damn. The same fucking people that built the house in the first place were tearing it down to build a new one. I'm like, all I could think was money laundering. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's the only reason they would be doing that. Some kind of scams happening. Surprise motherfucker. Yeah. I I don't blame them either. You know I mean? The fucking, if the laws weren't so fucked up, maybe people wouldn't feel the need to do stuff like that. I guess. I don't know. I, I see it the same way. I mean, and if you can get away with it, more power to you. Yeah. Really, if you're not, if it's no skin off my back, what do I care? Like, good. You scam them, they scam us all the day, all the time. So, you know. Yeah, it's us against them, man. Like like we were talking about earlier, the, the just money being devaluated so much at the point where, like, the dollar's lost 95% of its value in a hundred years. Like it's only going to keep losing mu- value, you know? <laughs> yep. We'll have to have wheelbarrows full of it. Not it'll all be just ones and zeros by then, but it kind of reminds me like a few years, like probably 10, 15 years ago when they were complaining about like Zimbabwe had like a million percent inflation, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a shitload of inflation down there, but like, they were saying that, like, oh, the guys had to go in the mountains and, like, dig up some gold to be able to, like, I think the amount of gold 
that would buy a loaf of bread was only like maybe three dollars worth of gold. I was like, okay, that's kind of expensive compared to what a loaf of bread cost here in America back then. But yeah, you know, I was just thinking of it like here I am in Florida. I don't even have mountains where I can go and like extract gold. I'm just like fuck. But there <laughs> At are least those guys have gold. <laughs> but there are a lot of old people with teeth. Well, oh, dude, I saw this story the other day about this guy that, like, he killed a deer, like this Canadian guy back in the 60s, like a just a kind of isolationist lived out on his own, but, like, he killed this deer, and he took the deer's teeth and, like, made himself some dentures, and he ate the fucking deer with its own teeth. Ooh, that's brutal. That's pretty fucking badass. That's I mean, metal. only a Canadian. I'll eat you with your own teeth. <laughs> Well, shit, man. Uh, I appreciate you calling, dude. Yeah, man. Hey, well, Merry Christmas and uh, Merry Christmas to you. Have uh, a good show. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. That was a very interesting conversation. I didn't realize we were talking for forty minutes. I didn't either. Well, hey, man. Time flies. Indeed. <laughs> thanks for calling, man. All right, Fletcher. Hey, love you, man. Love Merry you too, Christmas. dude. Adios. Face of the screen, everybody. Face of the screen. Interesting interesting cat down there in Florida. A cat on the coast. That's a cool band called Cats on the Coast. If you get the time, check them out. Don't do it now. You should give me a call, 430-201-4841. I'll probably answer, you know? Shit, clean feed's even open? Probably still, if this computer's awake. It is. I got hot sauce. For Christmas, my mother-in-law uh, knows me, and uh, <clears throat> let me get it. Let me tell you what's in this. It's a rather large box. There's uh, oh, some tape. Oh, my knife is way over there. That's a good place for it. Let's undo the tape. It asks, can you take the heat? Includes a variety of hot sauces. Sriracha and pepper extracts. Oh, oh boy. Oh, neat. They're like squarish bottles. There's a, uh, it's just called hot sauce. Peri Peri. There's a habanero hot sauce, a ghost pepper, and a cayenne, and a jalapeno. Oh, followed by a big bottle, 4.73 ounces of scorpion pepper hot sauce. It's got, how many peppers is that? All six peppers are, are colored in there. A smoky sriracha, it's a three, three pepper. Oh, another six pepper. I got two uh, scorpion pepper uh, extract and a ghost pepper extract. Heats all the way up on that sucker. Super spicy sriracha. It's got four whole peppers. Along with the chipotle, or chipotle. Depending on where you're from. Hot sauce. Hell yeah. I'm excited about that. The pepper extracts. I don't know. They got little eyedroppers on them. So. I imagine. They're serious. When they include an eyedropper. For your hot sauce. So that was exciting for me. That's what I got. What'd you get? Give me a call, 430-201-4101. Mary Kate Ultra and Make Heroism wants you to call.
Yeah. Well. Uh, no duh. Yeah. Some people like pain. Excellent. And that's up to them. That's gnarly. Yeah. Some people uh, are disturbed. Take a chill pill. You know. That's what you got to do, Carolyn, from space. Talk to the hand. Yeah. She traveled back in time, about 30 years. What is that? I hear a ring-a-ding-ding-a-ling. Hello, caller. You're in the smoker with me, Fletcher. Did I win? Am I the 70th, 70th caller? Oh, you just missed it. You're the 69th I, caller. Oh, son of a... Yeah, 69th caller. I thought caller. I was a lock on Christmas. Well, you know, you can't win them all. <laughs> Not in this day and age. But Merry Christmas all the same. Oh, Merry Christmas to you. And I think there's someone <laughs> that wants to give you a special Merry Christmas. Uh... Oh, robot. Oh, the robot. Yeah. He's a, he's a festive fella. <laughs> and he's also Jeff Goldblum. You're Jeff Goldblum. No, you're Jeff Goldblum. No, you're Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> no, you're Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you know what? This Christmas, we're both Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, when it all comes down to it, you're Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> we'll agree to, uh, I don't know, we'll just agree. Yes. You are Jeff Goldblum. Get out of here, robot. <laughs> that little guy. He, uh, you know, he gets around. He's got treads now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a wonderful day? I did. I did. Good. Good. Did, did you hear about the hot sauces? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard you read them off. Yeah. I read scorpion them off. peppers. And the, I, the one time I got a scorpion pepper cheese... Ooh. Uh, not real. Not realizing that I got it, I just saw it as a gouda, and it was a scorpion pepper gouda. <laughs> no joke, huh? And uh, yeah, I made an omelet, and it was about halfway through <laughs> the omelet. I'm like, God, this is. Should I try? Oddly, <laughs> I was eating all the way. I ate the whole thing, and then after, I mean, it was it was hot. It was you know nose running, and uh, anyways, I went and looked that up. Looked at the the cheese. And then saw that it said scorpion pepper on it. And I cut a little tiny piece off of it just to see, you know, how hot it was just outside of an omelet. It was hot. It was too it was hot, hot for me to eat anymore. Of. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm fishing the scorpion pepper hot sauce out of the box. I want to look, take a little closer look at it. Product of Thailand bottled in China. Okay. All right. Is that what it says? Yeah. No ingredients I on think the a bottle. Lot the ingredients are on the box. That happens, yeah, that happens with a lot of hot sauces, I think. Yeah. I, uh... You know, whatever. Yeah. Economics. Have you ever watched the videos of it? Uh, his name's Ed Curry, and he's like the... Oh, the guy that makes the, the uh... Like the... The Carolina Reaper and those other ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He ate that newest yeah. one and like really fucked him up. 
Pepper X. Yeah, what a lame name. Come up with a better name. You had Carolina Reaper and then Pepper X. What an Elon Pepper name. X. Pepper X. Some marketing guy. Some marketing guy probably came up with that. A marketing guy that didn't know shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's worse? You know what's popular this year? X's. X's. We're going to call it Pepper X. Pepper X. X-Men is coming back. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's it's vinegar based. Put a little oh, on my okay. tongue. I, I do like the vinegar. I like a oh, it's serious. Vinegar based. <laughs> I mean, I like Tabasco sauce and eggs for certain. <clears throat> Ooh. <clears throat> a little hot? That little bit I put on my tongue. <laughs> it's, uh. <clears throat> I don't know if it deserves all six peppers. But it's up there. <coughs> it's definitely in the fives. <laughs> Johnny Five Alive. <laughs> it's weird about hot peppers, how they give you a little buzz. Yeah. Like it already kicked in the little buzz from it. Have you heard? I mean, you want to make when out? That guy eats those, <laughs> when, he, when that guy eats those uh, peppers, he talks about hallucinating and shit. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. When Spencer was down here and he brought those Carolina Reapers, we smoked we smoked two joints in the morning. No. It was in the afternoon, right before we ate. And usually if I'm if I get stoned and then I eat, it kinda kills the buzz a little bit. Yeah. But eating those Carolina Reapers made intensified it go nuclear. Oh, I got so <laughs> stoned off those peppers. <laughs> And then I ate, what did you guys, I, I ate two what did you of uh, Lorian's brownies after that. Oh, that'll do it to you. And those took a while to kick in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, though. Yeah, Bless, her. Me one Bless her loving heart. Nash, Nashville. Yep, yeah. They were lovely. Yeah, they do, the, they do the trick. Yeah, she's a lovely woman. She put her love into those <laughs> things. I felt it. I was high off that love for a long time. <laughs> I got so high off that love, I forgot how to speak. <laughs> Spencer and I both. That's where stick comes from. Because we were standing around a fire. We were making making a fire and, and like stirring it with sticks. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's all we could say, like staring at the fire. Like stick, <laughs> stick, stick. <laughs> and poke the fire some more stick. And then go get more sticks <laughs> for the fire. <laughs> I mean, no shit. We said stick back and forth to each other for like two solid hours. <laughs> and this was the first day we met each other. <laughs> <laughs> I snuck up on him in a parking lot. And man, <laughs> you would. <laughs> and like sprang out. I thought he would know who I was. I, 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 I had assumed that he had seen my face before, I guess. I, I thought I had pictures on... Uh, no agenda social at one point. They were just of your ass. But I kind of rolled up on him, and he was kind of like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> kind of like, oh, <laughs> trepidatious and shit. And then uh, I said, hey, how you doing? And, and uh, oh, hey, good, how are you? And uh, everything going good? And I'm like, and then, and then finally I was like, I'm I'm net net. And, and it <laughs> he turned around and he was like loading his kids in the car, like, uh, and then he slowed down because I think he was like doing that feverishly. 
<laughs> yeah, to try and protect like, his oh, family. Son of a bitch, you know. And it gave me a hug, and then Lorian didn't know for like another <laughs> 10, 15 seconds. Oh, that's awesome. And then, then when, she, when she realized, she's like, oh. <laughs> At first, it was like, who's so, this guy? <laughs> that was a random, because there was uh, like signs in the parking lot about where to park. Oh, um, yeah. And they had just parked there, and I, there was nobody like watching the parking lot. So uh, he didn't, uh, he thought I was somebody that was like watching the parking lot and going to make him pay money or something. So. Oh. <laughs> that explains a lot. They're good people. Yeah. yeah. No, very good. Um, did you hear uh, earlier in the show? Where um, I have a uh, a Christmas gift I got, and uh, you can give me a wrong answer, wrong answers only. What do you think? What do you think a pocket socket is? Pocket socket. Um, that would be a uh, a special socket that you put in your pocket. Mm. Um, for uh. You know, pleasuring yourself on the go. Oh, oh yeah. You'd probably have to um, install. It's a like sp- a portable. It's like a portable flashlight. Yeah, you'd have to have a a specialty, you know, pocket hole for the socket. For the socket, so you could pocket the socket. Yeah, I like that. You're not <clears throat> you're not too far off, really. <laughs> I'm in the ballpark. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how big of a ballpark we're talking about. Like, you know, what counts? <laughs> do the do the seats still count as the ballpark? Uh, uh, maybe. I think so. Yeah. You'd say, "Hey, yeah. I'm at the ballpark." Yeah. If somebody called you on the phone and you're in the seats watching a game, there's a pretty wide range of uh, being in the ballpark. I think even the parking lot counts. Ballpark. The parking lot? Yeah. Yeah, sure. You're in the ball parking lot. It's all part of the ball parking lot. It's still in the ballpark. You just can't <laughs> see the game. <laughs> you can hear it, though. Well, you can hear you it. Can when when hear something it. cool happens, you hear everybody go, Rawr! Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, like, I happened? missed it. Wait a minute. What happened? Yeah, you got to get out your pocket socket and tune in. <laughs> Exactly. And by tune in, I mean tune out. <laughs> That's when you pull out the weed and the hot sauce and go to town. Go to town. I mean, it's it's faded now, but at first, that scorpion pepper hot sauce is no joke. I'm going to enjoy I got one. I got one that doesn't even really have that nasty of peppers in it, but it's hotter than hell. It's uh, called endorphin rush. Oh. And it's, it's not, I've had some of like the, those days insanity hot sauces that are, oh yeah, uh, yeah. are pretty damn hot. Like dumbass hot sauce. It's not as hot as those, but still this, it like penetrates like anything that you put it into. Oh yeah. And, uh, covers it with quite a, quite a heat to it. But I mean, raw peppers are hotter. Like, oh yeah. yeah you yeah. know, you're putting like, cause you get the, like the that, veins and. And all that oil. Yeah, the cap, the cap facing that's like concentrating in that 
mm-hmm. that like white area inside the pepper. Yeah, because like sneaking a raw <laughs> jalapeno into something, like whoo. Oh yeah! Surprise, yeah. motherfucker! <laughs> I even do like those Hungarian peppers, but they're kind of like all over the map as far as heat goes. Mm. But sometimes you do those in the a dish, and they get uh, they can kick it up quite a bit. They're they're really good with like uh, you dice them up really small and do uh, onions mm. diced up small too, and then make like an omelet with them, or they're just cook them into eggs. They come out really good. I did that with some tomatoes and onions and um, some ha- uh, habaneros. Like yeah. this grocery store I go to, they rarely get those, and they were they were like all twisted and like gnarly. Like that's gnarly. Yeah, they, the, yeah. I think the gnarlier they are, the hotter they tend to be. Too. They're pretty they hot. Say. They were pretty hot. I yeah. made like a you know a little salsa with with tomatoes and the onions and the peppers and just. Let it all be juicy. I think, um, what else did I put in there? Maybe like a splish splash of a little bit of orange juice. And then I put all that in the eggs. It was good. It was really good. Oh, yeah. But, man. Hot. And the the hot, like, stayed with me. (laughs) To where, like... Later in the day, I had a beer, and the carbonation from the beer like re-excited the, the heat receptors or something. I was like, that's a spicy beer. <laughs> oh, and it was just because the... Yeah, just because re- of those peppers. Residual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I keep rubber gloves around the kitchen just in case for when I'm cutting up peppers like that. I did when I cut them <laughs> up. I sure did. I've... I have paid the price for not taking yep. such measures. And jalapenos, if you don't know, the, like the more of those veins they get on the outside of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen it. The, the more oh, yeah. of those that they got on the outside supposedly means the hotter they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. We <clears throat> uh, When I was younger, uh, as a kid, we had a garden often in our backyard. And uh, like our parents... After a while, our parents just let us go out there and plant things. And, um, you know, mom would go around and and pull out weeds and whatnot if she was back there. But we pretty much just, like, grew whatever we wanted, what we think would. And we learned pretty quick not to put jalapenos next to things. Oh, yeah, because the the heat will transfer off of them. Yeah, sure fucking will. And the stuff. Yeah. Especially like regular, because regular peppers, peppers are really, really susceptible to picking up the heat from uh, from jalapenos if they're close. I wonder if tomatoes are. I don't know. That'd be. I don't know. Just because uh, how their membrane is on the outside, you know, it's kind of a little bit. I want to. I want to say tougher, but it is kind of. Yeah, depending on the type of tomato, like those those older heirloom tomatoes that are, they're pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Or no, 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 it's the other way around. The newer ones are tough. The The old ones are real soft. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they, they bred them to be tougher so machines could pick them. Oh. Machines. Nice. Huh. Yeah, and sometimes, I mean, when you're cutting into a, 
tomato, sometimes your knife, if your knife isn't extremely sharp, it doesn't cut them nicely. Yeah, it'll just mush them. Yeah, that's why sometimes, you know, it's easier to use a serrated knife to cut a tomato. Or <laughs> machines. Machines. And always salt your tomatoes. Mm, that's pretty good. A spicy tomato. I could go for a spicy tomato. I think, yeah. It'd be interesting. Oh, another question. Guy, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I watched the guy today, and he uh, pureed a kimchi into a salsa. And with those, his teeth? What's that? With his teeth? No, no, it was a stick blender. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I should specify. How pedestrian. But it looked, I mean, it looked good. It looked like it would, might taste good. I believe I don't know it. I you've ever had kimchi before. I have. It's not allowed in this house because some people can't stand it, but um, I, I like it. It's fine. Yeah, I like it. The other question I had from earlier, so I don't know if you heard I was going on about genetic traits we get from Neanderthals. And some people think like um, OCD or autism could have come from Neanderthals. And I've been watching Hoarders. Where did hoarding come from? Neanderthals, maybe? <laughs> and if so, what do you think the the cavemen were hoarding? I don't know. Well, God, it doesn't, I don't know. There's no history of hoarders over the years to go back to, really. It doesn't seem like. Sure, oh. maybe there isn't like, They've probably been cleaned out. Medical journals or? Yeah, but the Neanderthals didn't keep medical journals. No, 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 no. I mean, like, but throughout history, even, like, back into, like, the 1600, was there orders back then? That's a good question. There must have been. Like, where does that, that mind state come from? And it affects, you know, all sorts of people. So. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, were there hoarders in like the 1600s? In the like 600s? Were there ancient Egyptian yeah. hoarders? Now, that's well after Neanderthals. You think like, I mean, the ancient Egyptians kind of wore, they kind of were hoarders anyway. Did you see King Tut's tomb when they first opened it? It was just crammed full of junk. <laughs> but it was all expensive junk though, I will that's say. That's what hoarders do. He had good taste and... Because I, I was watching Hoarders, that's what led me to this thought. Um, there was a lady, her house was full of nice stuff that her husband bought, and he was like into buying and selling at flea markets. But after he died, like all of his inventory just came into the house, and then she didn't want to get rid of anything. And it was a huge amount. Like, just her house was completely fucking full. But it, at the at one time, a lot of things were really nice. And um, after they cleaned up her house, because it was a happy ending, like they kept a bunch of the really nice stuff and put it all throughout her house. It damn near looked like a museum. Oh, okay. So, huh. I mean, uh, hoarders aren't specific to just junk, even though a lot of them are. So No, and that's, I mean, I got, <clears throat> I probably have the hoarding gene in my family. Um. It tickles me, but like I, I could get into I it real quick. Have, I've noticed. Yeah, I don't have anybody that like has, you know, shit piled up in their house like that that I know. 
No, no, me either. Um, just, just I had like relatives that lived on bigger sets of land, and they would, you know, just have a bunch of junk, collect a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, I got I got uncles that got got houses that are almost like a little like museum because they got a lot of knickknacks that are on shelves and shit like that. And I had an aunt and uncle like that. <laughs> they had like lamps, hollow glass lamps full of seashells, like. There were, yeah, yeah. there were like trash piles back behind their house, but they were like bottles and it was all separated types of bottles, just these huge mounds of glass bottles and, um, all sorts of stuff like that because, uh, where they lived, it was a long ass drive to any kind of recycling plant, you know, and these were all old bottles that, you know, you couldn't take to, I guess get a deposit on or they never did. I don't fucking know, but, uh, they lived there for, I don't know how many decades, but it was all of that shit that they would just, uh, all piled up. Yeah. All piled the farmers up used to do that. They'd usually have a spot like in their fields, farmers around here and they take all those bottles out to that area and just dump them out there. Yeah. And my aunt and so uncle, they, my uncle was a farmer and he did oh, use a okay. lot of them for, uh, various things, but, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. And they had like yeah, the big, like huge things, like big two liter glass bottles, which as a kid, I had never seen them before. Everything was plastic by then. I was like, what? oh, yeah. yeah. I, I just remember barely getting, there were certain uh, pops that came in or soda came in uh, two liter glass or, yeah, it was a two liter glass uh, mm-hmm. bottle. I know the one here that is, you know, Pretty much known because of the Juggalos, but Fago used to come in a two-liter oh, yeah. glass bottle when I was a kid. Um, th- they had a lot of like uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi uh, down okay. there. Okay, but um, yeah, and they had like I I remember as a kid digging through there and finding some really nice bottles that had somehow managed to not get damaged. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, that's not really hoarding, per se, because their house, it was, like, full of knickknacks, you know, how a older person's house would have been. Like, because they, they were both born in, like, the 1920s. Oh, okay. And so they had a whole bunch of just old stuff all through the house. But it was it was nice and neat. It wasn't just piled up and cluttered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how my one uncle got a lot of stuff like that throughout his house. I had a I had a friend who like wasn't like that, and then all of a sudden was like just started letting shit pile up in his house. But it was it was trash. It was refuse. You know, it was disgusting. <laughs> and then and like inevitably, the cats and dogs started shitting in the house everywhere. Oh yeah, and then they stopped using bowls for the dog food and and cat food. They just would like have little piles of food everywhere, and then it started. They just left bags out with all the food in there, and it just became the kitchen was a pile of food. It was gross. That sounds pretty goddamn gross. It was fucking disgusting. Well, yeah, I don't know how they got that way either. It was like normal, and then a, a switch flipped. I was like, I'm just never going to throw away anything. 
I only went into, I had, you know, I had a computer repair business for a little while. And mm. I only went into like two houses that were like that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, I, uh, I, I went to a house. I didn't know this lady. She was giving away a piano. So I was helping move it out. Uh, it was like those TV shows where you had to, there was a trail through everything. And yeah, she yeah, had, that's she had, one of like, the houses that I did repairs that was like. And it was a mixture of stuff that was nice with stuff that was absolute, like, junk. Junk, yeah. And, like, yeah. magazines and newspapers. And yeah, just, yeah. And it was all yeah. falling apart. And uh, <laughs> somehow we got that piano out of there without upsetting her and knocking over any of her precious trash stacks. Stacking you know trash. The funny, thing, the funny thing was about the one person was that the house was like that, but then when I went to go, he had to go get his wallet. He's like, the wallet's out in the garage. He's like, come on out with me. I got like a display set up out there. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is going to be in this goddamn garage? You know, no shit. But the guy collected Coca-Cola memorabilia. Uh Oh, and every square inch of that garage, had Coca-Cola stuff stacked everywhere, but it was all very neat and very organized, (laughs) very compared to the house. And I was thinking, Damn, the guy probably just stays out here all the time. No shit. No Everything's shit. like, and he had a TV and stuff out there. Oh, you know was he was like, out oh. there all the time. Yeah. Coca-Cola yeah. sanctuary. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Advertising works. Yeah. I mean, dang. There yeah, are a lot of yeah. people that collect yeah. Coca-Cola memorabilia. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, I will say that, uh, Whenever I've had like a a garage sale or uh, done like a little flea market thing, if you have Coca Cola stuff, it usually sells every time. Oh yeah, it goes fast. People are like, oh shit, shit, Coca Cola on it. Yeah, like it was from yesterday. Just Nowadays, everybody yet. asks for freaking Pokemon or Magic the Gathering cards. Oh yeah, <laughs> like every every time I've had either a garage sale or a flea market, there's people that come by. Any, do you have got any? Pokemon or or Magic the Gathering cards? Like no, <laughs> that's hot shit. There's some, you know what? Totally tanked is baseball cards. Oh yeah, you know, just yeah, this completely is the second tanked. Or, second or third time that they really tanked like that because there was a, a period in the '90s too where they massively overproduced the cards. And we're lying about the amounts that were out there. So there's oh, like yeah. cards from the '90s that are still not worth much at all. At all, and that's. Basically, all I've got is boxes from the 90s. Yeah. I keep trying to tell everyone here, like, we should take them and, like, do something with them. It's basic. They're worth the cardstock that they're on. Like, there's plenty of crafty shit you can do with cardstock. Like, who cares what's on it? Like, but, you know. Just make, make, like, a mural of some sort. Yeah, something like that where you you take them and you judge them based on their relative like contrast and whatnot, and you make a big picture out of them. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there's computer programs for that, but why not do it with your human eyes? Human eyes. My real eyes. And then when it's done, you stand back, and then people ask you, "You're like, what what is it?" You're like, "I don't know." Like the di- diggle bits? Is that what it is? Oh, diggle yeah. <laughs> what's, 
Two old bits. Oh yeah. Well, uh, do I have it? I see you tight like a tiger. As some of the. Oh, it's Diggle Bix. That's what it is. Diggle Bix. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Let's see. What's Diggle Bix? Diggle Bix. I get it now. You do. W- what does it mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Did you play it? Oh, you didn't hear it? No, I didn't play it over the phone. Oh, is it coming out of the wrong place? Dig old Bix. I get it now. You do? <laughs> what, what does it mean? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, let's just see our uh, our inputs here. Let's see if... um. Can you still hear me? I can still hear you. Let's see if we can hear this. What's Diggle Bix? Nope, probably not. I don't know. No, I heard it. Oh. Diggle Bix. I get it now. You do? What does it mean? I don't know. (laughs) Well, at least you heard that. That was... That was from a Rick and Morty episode, wasn't it? Or no? no, the other show that guy no, does, no, Solar the, Opposites. Yeah, what's the other? Solar Opposites, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you watched any of the new episodes since they got rid of uh, What's-His-Face? Oh, yes. Yeah, I have. I didn't know they got rid of the guy, but uh, it's still Rick and Morty, as far as I can tell. Yeah, well, the guy that did uh, Rick's voice, they got rid of because he had some sexual harassment lawsuit against him. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> but it ended up getting dis- dismissed. So I don't know what the hell. Ah, wokeism though. Like somebody suspected you though. Exactly. So. They got to wreck. Yeah. They got to wreck everything just because of an accusation. Yeah. It's like so stupid. Oh, yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's uh, still Rick and Morty. To me. Yeah, yeah. It's still Rick and Morty to me. Well, Ned, Ned, I ought to let you go. Um, I appreciate you calling, man. All right. No problem. You, uh, Merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas to you, dude. I, uh, I hope it has I, been merry. I 33-33'd th- you. What do you mean? <laughs> Check your PayPal. Oh, snap, dog. I don't even have PayPal open. That's how ill-prepared I am. Oh, well, uh, what's PayPal doing? Doesn't want to. There you go. Do it. Clicky, clicky. Oh, snap, dog. Show me that activity. I see you there. 3333. And you said Merry Christmas. Hog story. Love, Ned, Ned. Well, much love to you, Ned, Ned. Much love back, bud. Hell yeah. I'm going to hug you one day. And you better be. I'm going to sneak up on you, too, <laughs> Ned, Ned style. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to hug you right back, I tell you. You motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Have a Merry Christmas, dude. You too. Thanks. Thanks for calling, man. Adios. Bye. Ned, Ned. And he said, 33, 33. Yeah, that guy. I had a missed call. Should I call him back? Yeah, you're right. I should. You're right. I should. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. But will they Tax answer? Toys Incorporated. 
Oh, hello. I'd like to place an order for the biggest thing you've got. Well, there I was. See, uh, I was just standing there in the gutter with a set of jumper cables attached to my nipples. The nipples, uh, the jumper cables weren't attached to anything else, but uh, you see, it just, you know, it's a kinky thing. It's not like I like the electricity. But, uh, you know, there I was. Yeah. With, uh, you know, she invited me into the house, and I'm thinking this got to be some kind of trap. But there she goes in the skimpy little number that just kind of removes all reason. And there we go, down the basement, down the stairs, and she's all, I want you to put on this cute little number made up of uh, a pretty much a full set of overalls and a trench coat. And I'm like, I don't know if I can be that kinky. And uh, she says, well, there's an extra $10 tip in you. And I said, ma'am, I'm only here to deliver a pizza, but... Money's money, so let's get it on. And well, suffice it to say, that was that was some night to remember. So, I how's that. it going, Fletcher? Hey, you know it's not going near as well as that night you had, but it's going. It's going pretty well. Pretty well, excellent. So, yeah. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Have I got you, nothing interesting going on today. Have you, um, no, uh, did you get anything exciting? No, uh, well, exciting. I, I'm being called to dinner. That, that's apparently exciting. That's uh, nice. as for gifts, uh, somebody gifted me a, a bottle of, uh, 12 year scotch. Um, I mean, you know, tasty. Yeah. I don't know if that's exciting. I mean, I wouldn't complain about that. I am not complaining about that. You know what else I'm not complaining about is the fact that I'm not working on Christmas. And uh, it is a beautiful day. It kind of rained all day and was dreary and cold because it's fucking winter. But uh, beautiful day. Beautiful day all the same. And you didn't have to go to any in-laws house or anything, did you? I did not. Um, I have to go to... I, we, we do the family Christmas next week and, uh, I, I promise that I will go ahead and find every moment of it miserable. But right now, right now I'm loving life. Do you take your cats? Oh, I always, absolutely. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> how else do you get through the day? I don't know. Do you make them wear sweaters? The cats already do. They're, they're, they're wearing fur. But I mean, on top of it. No, no, like I, wear, people. I, I wear a cat. If the uh, cat doesn't wear things, I wear the cat. That's smart. <laughs> that's a step above. I mean, you might as well make them work for you. Absolutely. What else are they good for? I mean, it's not like you just want to sit there and let them have their way the whole time. No. Not the whole time. No, you let them get the illusion of their way. It's kind of like with women. You let them get the illusion of having their way, and then right at the end, you're like, bam, you're working for me, bitch. Well, I mean, but in the same with cats and women, once the ruse is up, the claws come out. Yeah, and then, of course, you get lacerated and have to spend time in the ER, but totally worth it, am I right? Usually, yeah. I mean, that's is yeah, worth yeah, it because yeah. they got to know their place. That's right. 
uh, usually. I well, mean, I got I got nothing. I I just wanted to call and waste a little bit of your time. Oh well, uh, I have a. Let's see. Uh, I'll hit you with this. By the way, I don't take no orders from no women. Did I you? got you. I I feel you. Yeah. I uh, wish I could feel you some more. Well, anytime. But uh, that would be that would be weird. Uh, you know, just reach out in your sleep. Find me in your dreams. I'll be there. I I. Okay, you made it creepy. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Adios. you very much. Have a good night. Adios, mofo. Adios in the smoker. Bye. I, bye. I, I heard that too. But hey, the Bem Roses. Well, mostly Ryan. He, uh, he's a pretty cool cat too. It's like an orgy in my mouth and everybody's coming. They are. They already did. You know. I'm pretty sure they did. I did. Did I make it creepy again? Probably again. Uh, I didn't ask him about the Neanderthals. Okay, well, the jig is up with the, with the uh, pocket socket. I'll tell you what it is. It's one of these hand-wind generators, and it's got an electrical socket on it, and uh, it goes... There you go, and it's uh, very impractical, and I like it. I'm, uh, I'm probably going to take it apart. Or hook something up to it. That shouldn't be. Like loose wires. Just bare wires. I think so. And, uh... Oh, I see another donation came in for... Oh, wait, what am I doing? There's gotta be... There's gotta be an order to things. And, uh... Gotta have a little music. No, I do. But looking over at the PayPals once again... I see, uh... Juliet Sierra... JS coming in with 50 hogaroos. Thank you very much. And of course, you see Ned Ned once again. Well, not once again, but with his 3333. Very kind of you. Merry Christmas to you. And. Oh, that's for the. That's for the folk hour. And. Oh, wait, that was from last time. And uh, earlier, before the show, Mary-Kate Ultra came in with 10,000 Satorinos and a message. Mary Hogmas. But there's some little shiny stars right there and little tiny Christmas tree emojis. Mary-Kate Ultra, thank you very much. That was fun last night playing the games with them. Um, I can't for the life of me remember what it was, but if you find Mary-Kate Ultra on No Agenda Social... So she'll have a link to those games. We were playing in there. We were having a good time. We were cutting up. They were watching Fish Tank. I wasn't, but I was still enjoying the commentary. All the same. And uh, I hope you enjoyed my commentary on, you know, all the stuff I was talking about. Neanderthals and boarding and hot sauces. If you get any value out of this show, give a little value back. Go over to hogstory.net slash donate. You may have heard about it. And give some value to the show. It helps keep the show running. And we do this show for you. We love all of you. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. I know I did. And uh, thank you all for listening. It means a lot. I enjoy doing this show. Especially on, on days like this. It's, uh, it's a nice tradition. Keeping the Monday alive. It is a Monday after all. And you can join us next Monday. 
Carolyn will probably have uh, returned from space next Monday. So you can find us here. Hogstory.net slash stream. We'll be coming at you with episode 384. Show your mom the door. But until then, I'll be Fletcher. And you've been in the smoker with me. And uh, Carolyn will be here next week. Which is what we all look forward to. That's grody. No, it's not. Totally. Nah. Whatever. Oh, okay. Well, glitch out on me then. Excellent. Yeah. Until then, adios, mofos. Talk to the hand. Take a chill pill.